Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, Mike here. Welcome to A Moment with M&MJ. Welcome to our moment with you. Today, I had a conversation with a good friend, and she was mentioning about needing to, to get an encouraging time for herself. She was sharing just that most of the time she is is the one that's encouraging others. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's, you know, she has children, so I'm I'm sure she's in a position where she's encouraging them. Right. And it's just her. It's just kind of how she's wired. Yeah. To, you know, to, that's how she to is. To be encouragement. Yeah. Or to, yeah, to be an encourager. And she was kind of just asked somebody else in her sphere of friends, you know, what do you do when you are encourager and you need to be encouraged? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just talked about that for a little bit, that you kind of need to, you kind of need to just kind of get out of thinking about probably what's got you down Mm -hmm. and that you need to kind of refocus and get to where you need to be as far as just, you know, what David said, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah, and that's when all of his, everybody in his close circle basically had abandoned him and said, we're, we're done. Yeah. And he was the only one that was left to carry the vision forth that God had given him. And he, so the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. And so if you were doing that, you know, you're going to have to have scriptures or you're going to have to, you know, take your Bible and look up scriptures that are going to talk about the goodness of God and the goodness of, I would even say life. Um, I think that's one way. And then what we were talking about was to have have friends that you kind of have that you know are going to be in a position that they're going to be strong enough that they can pray with you, that they can share with you positive things. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that we talked about was like we have a book called Letters from God. And yeah, it's, I think we've mentioned that a few times probably on the podcast, but it's excellent. Absolutely excellent. And it's written by Ivan Tate. Mm-hmm. And so just for an example, we're going to have Mike read what says what it says for today. February 21. That's today. And, you know, and it's the, the theme of the book, if God wrote you a letter every day for a year, what would he say? Okay, and that's so, you know, you've got it just by date, so you can have a uh, letter from God for every day of the year. Um, Today's letter was called With Open Hands. Remember the life you once lived when your ground was dry and cracked, your tongue craved water, and your stomach always felt empty. Even when it was full, I made you dissatisfied. I brought divine discontentment into your life to save you from a life of worthless living. You are good ground now, soft, broken soil, easy to move, pliable and without rocks. You are tender, hungry, and thirsty for my sacred seeds of life. It's time to bring forth harvests. It's time to reap your blessings. In some areas you will reap thirtyfold, in some sixtyfold, and in others a hundredfold harvests. No more waiting or struggling. Your harvest is ripe and ready. Your work, family, and personal life will all change after today. I command your seed to produce. I curse bad seeds and limited harvests. Your harvests will be unreasonable and super abundant. You will see your expected harvests and hold them in your hands. 
Rich fields and bumper crops will flow. You will experience a life of fullness and be saturated with fresh water every morning. Your personal life will manifest the signs of being blessed by a loving Father. Everyone will know it's harvest time for you. They will run towards your warehouse and you will unlock the door to their futures. Give them all the provisions they need. Don't hold any good thing back from them. For in doing so, you guarantee your own abundance. See me standing here with open hands. So when we read that, it was, it was, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And so when you have resources that are biblically based, you're going to be able to find encouragement. You're going to be able to be uplifted and then be able to continue that pouring out. Like Mike was talking about, and, and we've shared it with, you know, I think we've shared it on a podcast before and we know that it's been shared with us about that, if you're a lake or, you know, the, the principle yeah. of the lake. Mm-hmm. A body of water, uh, like a still body of water, like a lake um, or a sea even, uh, has to have two things in order to be healthy. It mm-hmm. has to have an inlet where there's water coming in, but it also has to have an out, outlet mm-hmm. where water can flow out. Because if it doesn't, then the water in that body becomes stagnant the oxygen dries up and nothing can live in it. Right. Okay. So if you, if you do notice things about healthy lakes, uh, healthy rivers, um, things like that, but mostly just lakes, freshwater lakes, they always have an inlet and an outlet. Mm-hmm. And I remember that from uh, growing up as a kid, we'd go to some uh, parks in northern Minnesota and uh, go to some of these lakes and there was always a little creek going in and a creek going out. Mm-hmm. And these things were just teeming with life. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere. Um, so in order to to really, you know, use that principle, um, you know, the Bible says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in order for something to be flowing out of you, you have to have something coming in you. Right. Okay. Um and I've been reading in uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's book on the anointing, which if I haven't, if I've said it once, I've said it probably 70 times. It is an amazing book. Uh, it's a game changer. He was, I was just reading today actually about him talking about you need to have that inflow. You need to spend time in the presence of God to have something to give, mm-hmm. to have something to pour out. So, Spending time in the presence of the Lord just with yourself and God is a great way to get those batteries recharged, to get that lake full, mm-hmm. okay, and be able to pour out. And a good also, church. Yeah, a good church. Go and and uh, share some time with fellow believers and just hang out with them, uh, get together. You know, we have our, our prayer time, and it's just been rich, and we get done with that feeling like we could charge hell with a dry water pistol. Another thing that I was just sitting here thinking about as we're um, uh, recording is, you know, you think about what we talked about at the beginning, uh, David encouraging himself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. You want to find out how he did that. You want to find out what was in his heart. Go to the book of Psalms and read the Psalms of David. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a look at the heart of a guy who was, called by God, a man after my own heart, a guy who was exiled into the wilderness, 
could have quit. He could have just given up and said, I'm, I'm just done. Well, it's, he had a tough life. For, uh, for a long time. For quite a while. Yeah. yeah, for quite a while. But you read Psalm 63, and you can't help but think that God was, was pouring into this guy because his heart was so hungering and thirsting for God. Just listen to a little bit of this. Oh God, this is out of the Passion Translation. Oh God of my life, I'm lovesick for you in this weary wilderness. I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more, with cravings in my heart that can't be described. Such yearning grips my soul for you, my God. I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. How I love and praise you, God. Daily I will worship you and passionately. Daily I will worship you passionately and with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I overflow with praise when I come before you for the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. And that was verses 1 through 5. And it really, really paints that picture of God, just the presence of God, mm-hmm. being in his presence, just filling us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dr. Rodney said in his book, there's a lot of people that they go chase meetings and they say, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill me. And in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 18, the Bible says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with with the Holy Ghost, that the the context of that uh, that concept of being filled is a continual infilling, right, of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like you see demonstrated in life. If you don't have an outlet, it's going to get stale, mm-hmm. and it's not going to benefit anybody. You know. You have in that, you know, say, God, fill me. There's a reason why he fills us is to pour out. Mm-hmm. Remember Bob Nichols sharing that years ago when we'd go to the minister's conference. He said, our purpose is to pour out. That, to be encouraged, you know, if, if you don't have anybody around you right at that particular moment and you need something like now, go to the Lord because he will absolutely fill you to overflowing. And the Holy Spirit is always ready to help us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's his, you know, his um, MO. Yeah, that's his MO. That's the way (laughs) he rolls, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, we hope this helps you and, you know, go out and be an encourager. And then, you know what, if you you know somebody or or perceive that somebody you know needs some encouragement, go be that to them. Mm-hmm. you know and uh pull on god because he's always there to help right if you're the one that needs encouragement hope these ideas have helped you amen you bet so god bless you all thanks for listening and we will check you next time around have a great day